We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. We are a three-man show this week, but I have an inkling well, that it's going to be a good week and a good show. What do you think? Justin, how are you tonight? Really? Really? <laughs> That's the pun you're starting the show with? We're already I even chastised him for it uh, before the show started. He, he's done it twice. He thought that pun was good enough. No, no, no. This for is a rerun. Twice. This is this is the third time. You just didn't catch the first time. And... Oh God. <laughs> anyway, you, you, I'm I'm good. Sure. Why not? I don't know. Shut up. That joke that joke isn't gonna make any sense to the people on podcast. But I don't give a shit. Watch the watch the live show. You guys will get it if you join in on. But subscribe YouTube to live. the podcast anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> so Actually, uh, if you gotta choose one, please subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, those numbers actually mean more. Yeah, but I guess we ought to explain what I'm talking, what we're talking about. I'm wearing a weird old squid head on my uh, mask on my head, so yeah, that's what we're gonna be for Halloween. So I figured I'd share it with the live listeners. But Lucas, how are you doing this week? Um, well, great, except that I have to share the airwaves with <laughs> Captain Pun and his loyal sidekick. Your mom said, I don't know, something about your mom. You guys. You guys have your traditional shtick, and you go with it. No, I'm actually really happy to be here, because, like, we haven't done this since, like, my second episode on Infendo, and it's it's fun. I feel the flashbacks coming on, so this is right. cool. Not that, I don't miss, for that. not that I don't miss Steven and Mike. They're my favorites. You guys are kind of the B-team, but, you know, still, <laughs> it's going to be yeah, a good Yeah, we were only night. here first. Yeah, but, you know, the that B-team. doesn't make it better. Uh, well, anyways, we're going to get rolling with the news. We kind of actually have a, a light news week this week, but uh, that's okay. It's uh, It sure beats what we had last week. Last week, we ended up just kind of going off on a whole bunch of nonsense, so we'd le- we'll see what happens now. But so, so I liked last news, week. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess, I guess I didn't participate all that with that many news topics. They kind of weren't all for me, so I guess that's... I guess this week is a little bit more uh, my Welcome speed. Welcome to my world. That's fair. <laughs> Let's talk about Pokemon for 20 minutes. <laughs> Shit, right? Actually, there's no Pokemon this week, but we are talking about Stardew Valley. But I just mentioned and- it so we can put it in the hashtags. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so uh, I, I think I'm the only one out of the group who's actually played Stardew Valley. Is that true? Yes. Apparently. I played a lot of Harvest well, Moon and Rune Factory, though, so am I prepared? Yeah, I think that um, I think that if you've played those games, you kind of know what you're in for with this. But think that there's Excuse that me. plus like dating sim kind of concepts and stuff like that. Like, well, that's it, Harvest Moon and Rune Factory. Wow, sure. the the Weeb factor is like way up here right now. 
<laughs> sure, but I guess I guess I just feel that the that it goes a little bit deeper in Stardew Valley, but um, it's it's really good. It's it's a I think it's the best Harvest Moon game I've ever played. I keep saying that, but uh, I I kind of gave up on it when I heard that they were going to be producing a um, Switch port of it, and that was a long time ago. But um, it's looking like finally that we are going to see this here pretty soon because. Um, the developers of Stardew Valley, Chucklefish, they posted a tweet and said that the game hasn't been approved. Um, so I guess we're just going to be waiting on a release date from here. And then, yeah, the game's going to be coming. I'm really excited for it. Okay. Well, and, all right. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it, it could be really good. I've heard only good things about it. So that's got to be a good sign. But All like, I've I heard just, about I, it I, came from Eugene, so... <laughs> I, I just don't really know enough about it to be, like, you know, really hyped. It's just one of those things that's like, that's cool, maybe I'll get it someday, and I'll probably like it when I do, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it was... I, I liked the game, but I, I just kept telling myself I either want to play this, like, on the couch, or even better yet, in handheld form. And I know that there's actually a Vita port, I believe, of this game, and that would actually probably be another really great way to play this game, but... Can't beat it on the Switch, man. I think that's going to be the place to play uh, Stardew Valley. So, yeah, super excited. You know, it's funny that you say that because there's a game that I've been wanting to play, but I really want to play it on the Switch, which is why I've held off on playing it for so long. And that transition is (laughs) ukulele. That's a thing. Um, Uh. I am on fire with that stuff tonight so be warned yeah yes, ukulele. let's, let's, let's We're point it right out along. that makes it moving right along ukulele <laughs> um, loose and fancy free getting there is half the fun come share okay i'm done <laughs> eugene said before the show started and we went live that i should talk about ukulele because in a weird <laughs> way i'm like the most excited for it i'm also and like the, the most, most angry vocal. about it yeah, on, yeah. on the show, on Twitter, in our group chat, I'm probably the most angry about it. And last week, we had a big, long discussion about how game developers need to be more open with, you know, why there are delays or why games aren't coming out. And we praised the guys who are working on Final Fantasy XV for, you know, going into detail about what they were trying to do, <laughs> even though it sounds like they're not going to be able to do it, with the Switch version. Um, and then, like, oddly enough, right after we talked about that and about how Platonic Games has been silent for so long, Platonic Games came out and basically did what I wanted them to do and explained why ukulele is taking so long. Kind of. <laughs> um, they did release a little press release. They said that they were going to update us on their efforts to complete it for the Switch. Um, they kind of did a little tug-in-cheek thing on their Twitter page about it, saying nobody's been asking for this title. And that kind of pissed oh, I me off. That. Like, like <laughs> I actually, I, I yelled at Mike when it came out, poor Mike, because I, I, I was like, you don't get to joke about your colossal screw ups. Like, you make them right. Like, you don't, you don't just get to come out and say like, oh, I'm doing such a good job handling the Puerto Rico situation. Aren't I the best? <laughs> when like you're doing nothing to handle Puerto Rico on a much smaller scale. You don't get to come out and be like, oh, those Nintendo fanboys sure want their ukulele like six months after you haven't given us anything but soon it's, over and can, over again on Twitter. It, it kind of reminds me of the uh, Mighty Number no. 9 trailer yeah. where they kind of made fun of geek stereotypes in a very not very nice way. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, no, it, I totally get that. I actually watched a video, I think... Um, I might be wrong. I think it was a Nintendo World Report video about um, games that would have been more successful if they had been released on Nintendo systems. And right there on the list is Ukulele. It's like, <laughs> you have this game that basically is geared towards Nintendo 64 fanboys and yeah. you can't even release it on a Nintendo system in a timely manner. Well, right. and, and the thing that's been fun for me in kind of a schadenfreude way has been... I, I think I was one of the earlier angry fans for the game because I, I was coming on kind of like hot and quick about how pissed I was and people were like wait for it give it a chance now it's been what like six or seven months and we're getting really close to Mario Odyssey which is kind of being seen as the game that's going to blow ukulele out of the water right. and people are really pissed like if you go onto any platonic post that they've made on Twitter all of the comments underneath will either be where is the Switch version or you waited too long for the Switch version or you know can we get a final date on the Switch version but, but in their defense, because I feel like this is just going to become me harping on Platonic, and they, they are really great game developers. They're just maybe not the best at getting their information <laughs> Who have out made there. one game. <laughs> they did, um, well, but they have a history, you know. It's yeah, not like I mean, they're, they do have a pedigree, I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, it's not like they're a total, you know, outlying studio but, made up of real, you know, industry professionals who've done a lot okay, of stuff. Okay, and, and to be fair... Rare was never very good about getting their games out on time either. Well, and <laughs> how see, many that's... delays? How many delays did we get for Perfect Dark? Hell, Goldeneye didn't come out until the sequel to Goldeneye was almost in theaters. Sure, but that's actually <laughs> interesting because that's not something I can speak on because I didn't follow gaming news at that young of an age. Well, because yeah. I didn't know how to read yet. Oh God! <laughs> for me, Banjo Kazooie, bitch, I learned how to read through Paper Mario. Um, but for me, Banjo-Kazooie was, um, like, it was a game that was available and I bought it. But Ukulele sure. is, like, the first game from that group that I've really been excited for. Anyway, let me read the news, because we haven't even covered the actual news portion yet. It's just been opinions. Um, and, and they did a <laughs> good job good with this. For. They said that we're very nearly there, we promise. They said that they had encountered some final technical hurdles and they were waiting for the arrival of Unity 5.6 in order to fix them. Unity 5.6 came out, but that presented some new issues, which of is course. fairly common. You know, you're working with newer tech and I suppose you run into the problem where, you know, now you've got a bunch of other hurdles you weren't expecting to be an issue that are an issue. So that's Pardon why it's taking them so long. Pardon me for interrupting yet again, but this yeah. sounds so much like the uh, Duke Nukem Forever story. It's like, oh, well, we I'm had sure. grand ambitions, and then the new technology came out, so we wanted to adapt it to the new technology, and then before we could finish fixing it for that new technology, another new technology came out, and we wanted to use... Like, it just sounds so... Like, I get that they don't want to ship a broken game, and I appreciate that. We all know the classic Miyamoto quote. Let's but not. At the same, <laughs> but, but, at the, but at the same time, I mean, couldn't you like throw, throw us a bone and release the game and say, hey, look, this is kind of the beta version of the game, but we want you to have something to play, and when the final version comes out, your save will transfer over, and you can play it in yeah. all its glory, but Maybe everybody else demo. with every other system has this game and has played it to death. Yeah. We'd like you to have something. 
Yeah, you maybe can be a playable play demo testers. of like the the first level because one of the game mechanics is that you can actually make the levels bigger as you go along. Maybe right. a playable demo right. where you're only able to play in the smaller version of the first world. You know, right. just something to kind of wet people's whistles while they wait. Because I know I would jump all over that the chance to That'd play the cool. game on my Switch for a bit. Like I, I don't want to I don't want to say that they're not doing anything because they've given us an update. I feel like they could have told us a long time ago that the reason that it's taking so long is because they were waiting for a new version of Unity to come out. Like, right. like, like telling I, us soon, soon, and soon, when you don't know when soon is, is troubling. And right. now I get, out, the, I and get the technical difficulties, but yeah, you're right. Like, the fact that they came out and said, look, we had these technical difficulties, but we couldn't fix them until this happened. So, right. well, you know, and, and like, that would have been nice. And I understand that I think the reason that they did this was probably to avoid, maybe, maybe avoid losing sales of the Switch version to other systems, because... If you had heard three months ago that they were waiting for a new version of Unity and they had no idea when that new version was coming out, would you have probably jumped ship and bought it on PlayStation or Steam or Xbox? Probably. I, I probably would have. But Hell, um, when they when they said there wasn't going to be a Wii U version, I was all ready to buy it on, the, on Steam and just play it on my computer. Yeah. It's just one of those situations where it's unfortunate because I feel like maybe being open wouldn't have been the best business choice, but it might have kept tempers down a little bit better. Like, if I had and, known and that you they know, were waiting on something that was out of their control, I'd be okay with it. And this circles back around to the same conversation we've had time and time again about Nintendo and the SNES Classic and Amiibo and stuff like that, right? It's it's about, if they were more open about what's going on, then, you know, we would be less inclined to be so mad at them, you know? Like, just yeah. tell us that you don't know if you don't know, you know? Like, that's... that's <laughs> you don't know if you I, don't know, I, you know? <laughs> yeah, but if they're saying coming soon, coming soon, coming soon, like we're exactly. expecting like, okay, well, maybe by the end of this quarter. Okay, quarter's over. Okay, well, maybe we're going to get it by the end of the summer. <laughs> well, summer's over now, so when the hell is this game coming? So I, maybe it's just... I'm, maybe I'm being too, like, dramatic, but I feel like... Um... Back in the day when, like, Nintendo Power was your main source of information and you went to Blockbuster to rent video games, it was okay for game studios to do this because they would just make a press release and they'd say, coming soon, and then the game would go dark for a while. But now we're living in an age with Facebook and Twitter. There's weekly podcasters like us who talk about this stuff all the time. Game developers are more pressured, I think, to keep the public informed. And I just don't think yeah. a lot of the big like triple a studios have caught on to that yet the indie developer market seems a lot better at that because you know they're they're smaller teams they're more connected sure. to their fan base i think and to a degree ukulele is like that because they were really reaching out for a while but it does seem like indie game developers are better at saying i hit a snag this is what i'm waiting on more info soon hopefully whereas you get like more experienced game developers who maybe don't know how the new world works and you know they they just assume that they can just say coming soon and you'll forget about it you know right. all right well have we yeah. beaten this dead horse to oblivion <laughs> I, I think we probably have so uh justin looks like you're up next why don't you hit us with our next news topic I'm, I'm it's a little hoping, bit more upbeat i was gonna say i'm hoping that my news will not generate strong opinions because, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> really, what can it? Um, but, yeah, um, Nintendo celebrated their 128th birthday um, on the 23rd, so probably by the time you're hearing this on the podcast a week ago. 
Pardon me, I have the hiccups. Um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Nintendo started out as a card company. They made a Japanese game called Hanafuda. Uh, in the early 19th century, they got into a few other businesses, uh, like uh, Love Motels, which mm -hmm. extrapolate from that name what that could possibly be. Um, and then in the... Uh, early to mid 20th century they started making toys they were actually the first company licensed to make official disney toys mickey mouse toys in case nobody knew that um and uh then they started doing video games in the 70s and then they made this i think there's something on fire near the computer there eugene um <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> lost my train of thought. Now I feel like Eugene. Um, let's see, yeah, they started making toys. They hired Gunpei Yukoi, who created the Ultra Hand, and then they made video games, and they made Donkey Kong, and then they made the NES, and and here we are years later. I don't Interestingly <laughs> enough, when I first um, purchased Infendo, I wrote a... God, I'm looking at it now. It's a ten-part <laughs> series on the history of Infe of Nintendo. So if you're interested, go read that. Jeez, I thought someone my two-part article was was uh, ridiculously long. Yeah, someone <laughs> had way too much free time on his hands. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I don't even know if it's any good, but yeah, tell me if it wasn't. <laughs> I wouldn't mind I'll checking check it out. I seem to remember actually those popping up. And that was about the only thing we had going up on the website back then were those articles. Thank yeah. God we've moved on to quality articles like uh, clowns that have appeared <laughs> in Nintendo video games, right? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I don't think there's really anything else to say. Nintendo's 128 years old, and and they've got one of their most successful systems to date out right now, and podcasts about it and i can't think of a segue because oh they have mobile games now there we go there we go yep they do mobile games now the well, most recent am, venture and you i am and, running uh, away from this transition yes this is just uh <laughs> this I'm, uh, grabbing my, I'm grabbing my rainbow star coin and heading straight to world nine with my headphones on because Super Mario Run <laughs> is coming out with an update, which is actually really cool. That was like my favorite, probably my favorite yeah. Nintendo app to date. Like, it was simple, but I enjoyed it more than Magikarp or, you know, Fire Emblem. Um, oh, come on. You had lots of fun with Mitomo, admit it. Mitomo was fun for a while, but it just turned into I... like an angst amplifier for me. Do so. you play Pokemon Duel at all anymore? I used to play it hardcore, then I hit the max level, and I was like, done. Oh, uh, yeah. That can well, happen with Fire Emblem, too. Well, I even mocked people, like, online, because they were like, I finally reached master level, or whatever it's called, and I just don't have the interest anymore. And I'm like, that's crazy. And then I hit master level, and I'm like, well, I'm done with this. I never want to do this again. <laughs> so, it's a shame, because it was a really fun game, but the scaling difficulty kind of turned me off. Anyway, sure. the topic at hand, Mario Run. It's actually a pretty decent update. Um, we're getting a new character, Daisy. So if you're interested in that, that's a thing. Um, kind of wish we got like Wario and Waluigi, but you know. Do we even have choosers. Luigi? Yeah, Luigi's in it. 
Okay. I haven't actually played it. Like, I booted it up and did a little Toad Rally a few weeks ago, but I haven't really actually sat down and played I haven't even beaten this, the campaign, and I paid for the whole thing, like, right off the bat, so... <laughs> God, I beat it, like... Like, I bought it the night we did a podcast, and I beat it, like, by the end of the uh, Yeah, <laughs> with, like, oh, all the coins done. I, yeah. I was looking at your high scores, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'll definitely be re-downloading, because some of this stuff sounds interesting. Um, I mean, it's a, the finish... Okay. I've actually it. got a lot more to say about the thing, so maybe I'll get through this and then we'll give our opinions. But um, okay, you unlock Daisy by playing through something called Remix Ten, which is described and forgive me here as a frenetic mode, which will feature ten level snippets from across the game. Each time you play, you'll get a different selection of sections. Collect enough rainbow medals, which are like the new things, I suppose, and you get Princess Daisy. Um, there's also going to be a world star, which is nine new levels that are like actually, you know, levels, not like Toad Run random generated stuff, but like actually like thought out and designed levels. So that's kind of cool. Um, let's see. Those will be available once you've completed the game's existing stages. There's going to be new enemies and gameplay mechanics, which is rather exciting. And, oh, this was the thing that actually got me the most, and it's probably, like, the least exciting news. You're going to get to play your own music while you're playing Mario Run, which is cool because up until now, Mario Run has been an absolute butt on Android with music. Actually, like, all of Nintendo's apps kind of suck with music, but Mario (laughs) Run in particular would, like, mute my music every time I would hop in, and I'd have to pop open and do stuff. But now it's going to be built in that you can listen to music, and the characters even get, like, cute little headphones that they wear when you're listening to custom music. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. That's cool, though. Um, and there's also going to be some new decorations for your Mushroom Kingdom, but does anybody really care about decorating their yes. Mushroom Kingdom? Oh, God, really? <laughs> I thought that was, like, the most boring aspect. Like It that, is. That kind of drove me it's... away. Um, well, anyway, the update's coming in two days, so by the time you're listening to the pre-recorded version of this show, you'll be able to download the update. Go on the store. Download that game. And it's going to be half price for two weeks. I assume that yes, means I on Android say, and I heard, iOS. I heard that there was a uh, that there was a sale going on, so I was going to mention that. So I guess I mean Mario Run was that game that like Nintendo thought was going to do better than it did. I think so. Maybe this is their way of kind of saying, "Hey, remember that app we released that did okay, but not stellar? Please buy it." Yeah, and it's really. I mean, even at 10 bucks like you get your money's worth on that there are so many things out there that i've seen people pay 20 bucks for and and it's not nearly as enjoyable or fun or fleshed out as mario run so it's definitely worth it at 10 bucks at five bucks get it you know you will get five dollars worth of enjoyment out of that even if all you do is toad run because or toad rally because that's fun in and of itself to just challenge your friends Right. Well, it's definitely a um, Nintendo quality app. You know, you can. It, right. It's a quality game. It's not like lacking in any areas. The controls are tight and responsive. You know. Yeah, it's a. I mean, I think it was a great game. I, I ended up paying for it. Um, I think when you bought it, Lucas, that very same night when it launched on Android, I want to say, and. I haven't gone back to it and finished everything yet, but um, I mean, the, what I played for it was worth the money anyways, you know. It's a great game. I, I don't know why I haven't gone back to play it, to be honest with you. Maybe I need to go and chase your scores. 
I was actually kind of disappointed with our participation in Mario Run because I thought that would be a fun game to like compete, like the five of us could all compete and check our scores and you know, right? Kind of make that like an inter-office rivalry. But <laughs> right. I don't know it. It never really took off. Like every now and then, I would re-download it and I'd look at it and I'd be like, "Oh, Mike's played the first four stages, and that's about it." Like you know, <laughs> that's about where I'm at. I think I played like three or four stages or something like that. The um, I I think the problem was that um, it launched on iOS before it launched on Android. So by the time it launched for you guys, I think Justin and I may have lost interest in it. Um, how long did it did it take to launch on Android from iOS? I can't remember that. A hundred days. Quite a while, but I don't remember. I'm actually booting it up, booting up the game right now to uh, get my friend code. If anybody wants to request me, <laughs> it was exactly a hundred days. That was the deal okay. that they made with Apple. Oh, that okay. Fair enough. That sounds about right. Well, yeah, oh, the, I I guess when once the update shows up, maybe I'll. Uh, I I just actually opened it up on my phone, so I I'm ready. I've downloaded whatever update needed me to download for this one, and I'll be ready to download this next one when it comes out. I guess so. All right, let's we'll all downloads. Down road. Let's all download <laughs> Malio run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool. Well, I'm not sure that there's anything else to talk about Mario Run, unless Justin, you want to finish us off with a topic? Um, the game just crashed, so I guess I can't uh, give my friend code now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm good. Cool. I just happened to realize that uh, I have to uh, pick the songs that I'm going to do for, um, what do you call it, tonight? So. <laughs> hey, well, can I pick... Can I interject a very quick news story into our five articles while we're still on Mario? Sure, yeah, that works. Um, I, I only have this because I'm subscribed to Nintendo's YouTube, but they released footage from Nintendo Minute of a place called Seaside something. I can't load now. Uh, Seaside Kingdom gameplay on their YouTube feed. They released it about like 10 minutes ago. So if you want to see some of that hot, sexy Mario Odyssey footage, you can come check that out. It looks gorgeous. So that's a thing. I've been avoiding Mario Odyssey um, gameplay video like the plague. Y'all are weird. I actually have been too, to be honest, but I just booted up the the footage and like they just panned right to a boss and I'm like, oh my god, it's beautiful. So, you know. (laughs) I did see Mario's nipples, however. Yeah, I didn't. I came back from the storm. I had the power outage when that was a thing, and I, my my first reaction was, "Why is everybody drawing shirtless Mario?" And then I was like, "Oh, you can see his nipples." And I'm like, "That doesn't matter to me at all." And then I moved on with my life. I don't know why that became like the next big thing. <laughs> I don't either, but I, I I liked what became because of it. Yes. Yeah. I, I also liked the fact that everybody was drawing attention to the fact that. Isn't Mario Italian? Isn't there something missing here? You mean the chest hair? Yes. Gobs of it. uh, Bad mamma jamma right here. I'm not looking at at our at our video chat now because I'm scared. All right, all right, all right. We're moving on. We're moving on. So this one's going to be a short one, Justin. So you better get your list compiled quick. Uh, All right, I'll work Um, on my house later. Another, um, in, in other news, so we've got another game that's going to be 
ported over to the Switch, and I'm actually really excited about this one as well. I don't know, however, that I will pick it up because I've already played it to completion, but the game I'm talking about is Inside by Play Dead Studios. Um, they came to fame with their That's first so game. Made up. <laughs> they came to fame with their first game, uh, Limbo. I don't know if you guys Ooh, ever heard of that one. I but did, that was... and I have it on like two different systems and three different systems, and I don't think I've ever played it more than like five minutes. Well, it's uh, it's the same same type of deal with that. It's a super stylized two um, D platforming game. Uh, it is. Oh my god, the visuals in that game are so fantastic. Like, everything going on in the background is just incredible. I highly recommend this game. It, last year it was probably one of my... I know it was in my... I, I, I don't know if we made lists, but it was for sure in my top five games of last year. So, I don't know if that means anything to y'all, but it it's really good. So, once it comes to Switch... Um, which was just announced. I highly recommend everybody pick it up. However, we have no idea when it's coming. Um, this came from a interview um, from when I think it was like a like an indie game showcase or something like that in Japan, and the um, Inside Studio head gave an interview and said, "Yeah, this game is coming over to Switch and coming over also to iOS. So that's pretty cool as well." So. Yeah, if you guys get the chance, pick it up. Super good. I'm just talking to myself here now. Anybody <laughs> have anything to say about Inside or Limbo, for that matter? I don't really know what to... Again, I don't really know what to say because I never played either of these games. I heard good things about Limbo. I've heard yes. good things about Inside from the one person who's ever talked about it to me, which is you. I heard so. good things about Inside about three minutes ago. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, and I, I don't know. That's the news. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about it. Um, I I really hope that you guys give it a shot if it does come out. Um, I have a feeling it's gonna be like a twenty dollar game. Hope maybe they'll drop it to like fifteen dollars or something. I think that would be like the sweet spot. But yeah, highly recommended for sure. So, uh, anyways, y'all, that's the news. I guess we're gonna take a little break here uh, and get ourselves ready for Nintendo. So we'll be right back. I'm excited! I picked really weird games! Alright, we're back. Nintendoons is going. We're gonna do a round robin uh, Nintendoons this week since there's three of us, so that should be fun. We each have four songs quaid up. Um, we're each. all gonna play the, the, or I guess four games rather, and we have. Some different tracks from those games, and we're all gonna try and guess to see who can get the most um, guesses from each each other's, I guess, picks. Um, you guys each said that you had four games. You said, yes. well, um, Justin is working on. <laughs> I'm working up his on catalog it. Of four. <laughs> I'm trying to stall a little bit for you, Justin, but I don't know how much longer I can stall. How about I'll oh. take the first one lucas goes after that and hopefully you'll figure something out by then what do you i've say? got at least i've got at least two queued up so you Quay, know. god damn it <laughs> you will not get me to say this wrong even by accident <laughs> i don't know i don't know we'll see about that all right well here's the first track justin ready or not here it comes mm, i'm gonna give you a hint no i'm not gonna give you a hint Screw okay you. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have played this one. Lucas, if, give you if anybody's, Lucas, if anybody's played it, I think. Is it too loud? Yes. 
very loud. Better? It's not like Final Fantasy VI. This, I'm gonna give you your first hint. This game appeared on the Wii. Oh! Wow, I was expecting that. Is it Gubble? <laughs> it is not Gubble. Let's just get all okay. the unnecessaries out of the way. Gubble, <laughs> yeah, right. Home Improvement, Dungeon, you know, Ghosts and Ghoulies, because that's usually what I <laughs> Ghosts and Ghoulies. Um, you all ready for your next track? Yes. Yeah. Alright, here we go. Here's the next one. What the hell? Pandora's Tower? It is not Pandora's Tower. The Last Story? It is not Last Story. Um, I will give you another hint. Yeah, I got nothing, so... This game... Hmm... It sounds like a... This, it's an indie game. Yeah, it sounds like one of those like retro, pixelated, but modern games. Yeah, it, it's an indie game. Um, it appeared on Wii, I already told you that. Um, I don't think that this received a retail release. Alright, here's the next track. Okay, your next hint. Uh, this game was designed to um, imitate the MSX. The hell is the MSX? Justin, this it's is your alley. The, except I, the only MSX game I've ever played is Metal Gear, so... <laughs> okay, and yeah, so Metal, Metal, the Metal Gear original... Um, it was a Japanese computer game system that never came out anywhere else. Uh, this game had a sequel. The had sequel a was a <laughs> the kick the sequel was a Kickstarter. Is it like uh, Mega? No, I don't even have ideas at yeah, this I've point. It's just I, I didn't buy like indie games on the Wii. All right, I'm gonna yeah, give you your final no hint did. and your final song. The final hint is the theme that I have chosen for y'all. They're all the games that I chose for this week are Metroidvania likes. Oh, good. Shantae. The... This is not Shantae. It is not Shantae. <laughs> this game also appeared on like everything else. So this appeared on Vita. This appeared it's not on Game Story. Windows. Nope. Um, appeared on. <coughs> Actually, um, it was Windows, Mac, Linux, uh, Wii, and Vita. So actually, it wasn't on quite everything. I All think right, I'm. Y'all give out. up? Yeah, I got nothing. So. Okay, this game uh, actually really cool. I recommend it if you can find it. It's pretty cheap on Steam. It is called La Mulana. I've never even heard of it. Actually, I think I might have heard of it, but I never gave it a second thought. 
I've yeah, never given it a first thought. <laughs> Alright, I am going to kill my music and let Lucas take the lead. I thought you were going to get, like, really depressed about Knockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Not winning the... Thing. I feel like Ooh. if Steve was on this week, he would have gotten it. I'm going to get my easiest one out of the way first, because I feel like it's also my most boring one. So You know what's great about searching for um, your music at the last minute? You come across a lot of things that inspire you to do something else that you had never thought of. <laughs> That's oh a very inspiring thought. All right. <laughs> next next song. Gonna be an easy one, I believe. And away... Wait, that's groove music. I want to open it in Windows Media Player. And away we go. Is it loud enough? Need a little bit louder. A little bit louder. Sounds like a Final Fantasy game. purposely chose the one track that won't give it away from the beginning. We're not even giving you any hints because I feel like someone's going to get it right off the bat when we start playing the other music. Shall we just go to the next track? I've got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm either going to need a hint or another track. Will you turn it up just a bit as well? I'm having a hard time hearing it. Yeah. That's better. Vaguely familiar, and yet not at all. Can I get a platform? Thank you. It's... (laughs) Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I knew this was going to be the reaction. Did you say that this was your easy one? Yeah. Star Wars. Wait, yeah, I just heard uh, the Empire thing there. Star Wars Rogue Squadron. So, Rogue... Yes. Two. Alright, wait. Um, oh. Two. Yeah, I was going to say it. Rebel Strike. That would be three. So. <laughs> uh, Rebel Leader, I think. Or Rogue Leader. Rogue Leader. This was the... I almost said Rogue Leader and then thought, no, he probably tried to trick me. This was half of my first game that I... First game that I ever actually got to go out to the store and buy... Also, half of the first game that I ever got on the GameCube, along with Luigi's Mansion. Like the Didn't day I got come my bundled GameCube. with the hmm? GameCube. Didn't it come? Well, bundled it wasn't. With it wasn't GameCube? a bundle. No. I got the GameCube, and my parents it was, were like, "Let's go to the store and buy a couple of games." And I was like, "It was oh, a launch Luigi's game, Mansion. but it wasn't a pack-in." Star Wars. So that was my life. I'm pretty sure that yeah, was I, my I first the, game too. I heard the Star Wars, as I'm sure Justin did, and I was yeah, like, Yeah, I heard the I'm like, oh, the, it's the a Star Wars The other one game. that I have is... Let me just play it real quick, because I, I think it'll have beat, the I probably would have beat you to it, Eugene, except that I forgot that he said GameCube, so my brain's going through... Would this Yeah, immediately Star Wars. I have this on my computer. Like I didn't, I didn't like Star Wars at all as a kid, but this game I enjoyed. So that was my, that was my jam. Further proof right. that you have no soul. Eugene has a point, <laughs> and is are we keeping track? You know what? I'll just oh, do it in the shoot. chat. I'll do it in the chat. It's cool. That'll work. Um, 
Alright, I switched my recording over and I am switching my. Uh, there we go. Alright, um. Let's see, I've, now I've found so many great ones on YouTube that I don't know where to start. Um. <laughs> I guess I'll start with one that's already queued up since I'm still having trouble finding Quaid. the playlist. Shut up. <laughs> where is my playlist? There it is. Um. All right. You got nice hair there, Eugene. I like it. Alright. Uh, let me know how the volume is on this. Nice. Oh, I know this. <laughs> Dylan's rolling western? Nope. Will you start that over from the beginning? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have a feeling that's what made you go, I know this. Well, it, I, it is! Yeah, but I don't want him to then, because I don't want <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather the game go long, Eugene. Movie like another track? That would be delightful. Eugene's squid is having a little meltdown. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Would we like a hint or? Hint would be nice. Give, right. give me something. I cannot. I cannot help you with uh, with developer or anything of like that. Can it you is give an us indie platform? game. Uh, 3ds. Oh. Is this SteamWorld Dig? Also, no. Also, uh, was also released on the Wii U, but it was originally a 3ds. Fuck. Will you turn All it up right. a little bit? Yeah. I know this fucking game! <laughs> Sakura Samurai never came out on Wii U, did it? Uh, I don't know what that is, so I cannot tell you whether it did or not. What uh, is it? Ready for something, for another... I want you to play that first track again. This no. is the footage I'm going to use when I get Eugene committed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even watching it because I'm busy looking for music. <laughs> Gunman Clive? Yes! Fuck! <laughs> I'll give it to you. It's actually Gunman Clive 2, which was only released on Nintendo systems, whereas oh. the first one was also an iPhone game. But I think I wrote a review of this game for us, actually, <laughs> like at the very beginning. I think I wrote a review of the sequel. Oh, uh, by, by the way, uh, Eugene, just for you... There it is. <laughs> I knew that that little the little arpeggios would instantly anyone who ever played that game would know what that is. But you know, Eugene's kind of burning his brain over there, and <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the, 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 the synapses aren't quite connecting. <laughs> Can I just say I like that we all kind of seem to have chose off the wall titles this round. Like I like that none of our first picks were. Oh, Donkey Kong 64 or something. Yeah. Right, we're gimmies. I'm trying to find a specific game. I'm like scouring Brawl BRSTMS3X for the He's got playlist. got a lot of stuff. <laughs> All right, well, looks like I'm up. I, 
I think this one might be an easy one. I don't know if I've actually played this game before, to be honest we, with y'all, so uh, we'll see. But uh, <laughs> here we go. How's the volume? Oh, Ooh, I, know I know this. this. I know this. Crap, <laughs> now it's my turn. Ah, ah, sorry. Justin. Sorry. Trying to close it. That is not my game. <laughs> Keep going, would you? Alright, so... Me, uh... ready for the next track? Yeah. Sure. Alright. I don't know whether this is a case of I know the game or the composer has also done something that I know. No, I know this game. This isn't like Castlevania, is it? I know this game. <laughs> it's not Castlevania. Not Castlevania. Wrong developer, by the way. God, I know this. Why do I know this? So I'm guessing that it's Capcom. It is Capcom. Uh, it's, either, it's either Konami or Capcom, if it's familiar. Because they have, like, that sound. Do you guys right. need another hint or another tracker? It's not uh, shovel. Right? How about a hint? Um, well, this game appeared on the NES. I don't know if you guys got that by now. Yeah, but... let's ha have an actual hint. So, <laughs> this game has since seen sequels, but it took many years for the sequel to arrive. Uh, is this uh, Mega Man... Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3, Mega Man 4, Mega Man that 5, Mega Man 6. That up the wazoo, dude. <laughs> it is not Mega Man. Here's okay. the next track. Nobody in the chat has gotten it yet, by the way. Okay, I think we know where this track is going. Can we have another track? <laughs> No, it actually, it kicks in here. Check there it. There it is. Okay, never mind. Right, you're, you're right. Next track. <laughs> I like it. Alright, what did Capcom make that recently got a sequel? I wouldn't say recently. Um, last generation, it got a sequel. It was the le it most recent sequel. It isn't Bionic Commando, is it? Really? Didn't you do this one last time you, you hosted? Someone I don't did. know. Damn. Oh, no, you know, it was... Um, somebody did Bionic Commando, the Game Boy game. Oh, okay. Yep, this Which is Which I heard is really Bionic good. Commando. I haven't... I haven't. Yeah, played. and I have never played it, actually. I've never played any of them, honestly, but... Ladies and gentlemen, uh, pick up the original on an emulator. I know you've got one somewhere. We an currently emulator? have us a no. three-way tie. I, I don't go for that illegal shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right. looks like you're up, Lucas. We are all tied, it's... like you said. It's my turn. Here we go. <laughs> Let's get weird. Oh. <laughs> Let's get weird. Let's get super weird. <laughs> Is this pilot wings? Nope. 
this isn't a Sonic game, is it? No. It's it, I is it is Sega? Is it a Sega game? It's not, actually. The trumpet, trumpets, I hear trumpets and I think Sega for some reason. It's definitely a Super Nintendo game. No. Sounds GameCube, right? No. We? Is this a game at all? <laughs> yes, it is. Did a you game. make this up? <laughs> yes. This Did is you the like compose this in your life. spare time? Nope. All right. So N64 then? No. GameCube? Nope. We? Nope. Let's go to another track. <laughs> Eventually. DS? Nope. Arcade? <laughs> nope. Oh! Is this a Wii U or a DS 3DS game? Nope. It, neither? It's not Wii U either? No, you know we're Wii playing U. Nintendo's, right? I do know that. Is this a Wii U game? It's not a Wii U game. Okay, said that well, like three I couldn't times. hear your answer because Eugene keeps asking the same question. I know none of you have played this game. <laughs> is this a Switch okay, game? No, okay, now hang on it a second. It is a Switch game. Okay. Is this is this Room in the Night Sky? It is Room in the Night yes. Sky! <laughs> you know what game I forget exists moments after it's mentioned in any chat or conversation ever? This you game. Mean, I don't even remember the, the name of it. The moon of tonight is your friend. <laughs> God, I hope nobody's keeping score tonight, because this is just this is just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I'm keeping score right here in the chat. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> you guys are like, what is this? GameCube? Wii? N64? Super Nintendo? I think, I'm like, yeah? I, I think we just generally forget that you can... Do Switch, Switch games. games. Right. <laughs> yeah, because nine times out of ten it's going to be super easy, but there's a lot of indie content now on Switch that you can pull from. Make it stop! Oh. Never. <laughs> I actually really like this soundtrack, to be honest. <laughs> Alright, my turn. Um, make sure volume. This might be a little loud, I apologize, but I didn't get a chance to test the YouTube audio yet. So here we go. Loud. Super off road. New. Is this a Nintendo 64 game? Is not. Oh. Is it a Super Nintendo game? It is not. Why does this. Why do I want to say a Tetris game? It is not. Give is me something I can Mario work with. Kart here. Super Circuit? It's gotta be a racing game. It is a racing game. It is not Mario Kart. Is it like. You ready for another track or. Cruising USA? No. Do we want more music or. Yeah, let's go with another track. Yeah, that'd be good. Ah, it's not F-Zero, right? Which one? The Super Nintendo one. No. Or the Game Boy Advance one. Which one? 
know, <laughs> GX or GP or something. Just give me my damn point. <laughs> Eugene, come on, steal this. Come on. Oh. I, I don't want to. I feel dirty. <laughs> it would feel pretty dirty, wouldn't it, bro? <laughs> All right. It is, it is F-Zero maximum velocity on the Game Boy Advance. Huh. <laughs> that didn't immediately jump out at me. It's like one of, I guess you're saying one of two F-Zero games I ever played is basically saying I've never played half of the F-Zero lineup, but yeah. Well, no, there were two I guess I Game Boy known... Advance. There was Super Nintendo. There was the N64, which I think is the best. There's GameCube. I mean, there's five of Should them. I... I still if prefer Super Nintendo arcade. and GameCube, but that's because those are the ones I played the crap out of as a kid. I know that the Game Boy Advance has a weird sound chip, but I really love the music that comes out of the Game Boy Advance. Well, because yeah. I think what the Game Boy Advance did was it, it was basically a proprietary MP3, which is why it has... <laughs> has that um, kind of scratchy, low bitrate sound to it. Right. So, I mean, they could add um, sequenced effects to it, but for the most part, it was basically just a low bitrate MP3 so they could make it sound like whatever they wanted. Right. Cool. Well, that was a fun one. I, I think that... Nope. Uh, I think Justin and Lucas, you guys are tied with two or something, right? Let me look at... Oh, no, you and me are tied oh, no. with two. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We've cool, got cool, it cool. right here the- in our group chat. And what's even more interesting, the scoring went Eugene, me, Justin, Eugene, me, which means Justin's going to win the next round. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eugene is hosting, know, so one. that seems likely. I don't know that anybody's going to win this one, to be honest with you guys. I think That's how my next one is going to be, too. <laughs> So like, I'm gonna give you. you <laughs> I'm gonna give you a, a hint. No, I'm not gonna give you a hint. I'll give you hints as we go. Here's the first track. Okay. Speaking of All Game of Boy your Advance, songs have sounded. All of your songs have sounded the same, Eugene. You're definitely <laughs> in a zone tonight. I, I, I guess, you know, that's funny because I listen to just like my, like my downloaded music file stuff and I just like picked from that, so maybe I am in some kind of weird mood. Is this like Diddy Kong Racing for the DS or something? No, but this is a DS game. Hey, uh, before we get too deep into this, what's the score? It's me too, Eugene too, you Okay. Okay, your next hint is a reminder of um, the... Well, I guess the theme is Metroidvanias, but this is kind of a... It is kind of a Metroidvania, but it's um, an isometric, um, over-the-top game. So think I think more like if a any of us have game. ever heard of whatever game this is, we would have gotten it just from that group. How do you do an isometric... How do you do an isometric Metroidvania? like Diablo would be an isometric Metroidvania, but... Yeah. Here's the next one. Wait, my headphones are Kind of a different feel, huh? <laughs> just the in the headphones. The bodies hit the floor. The bodies hit the floor. The bodies hit the floor. 
That was pretty good. <laughs> Enigmas to me. <laughs> okay, you're gonna need a hint. Yeah, I'm this, gonna need a hint. Um, I, I, okay, the the developer was Orbital Media. The oh. Publisher was South Peak Games. South Peak. Of, no. The only South Peak the game I can think of is Ninja Town, and that's a tower defense. The composer yes, is a notable composer. composer. It's not contact. That was me. The composer is Jake Kaufman. The composer is Jake Kaufman? Uh-huh. Well, Lucas, we're in your wheelhouse. Trying to think of, trying to think of isometric DS Metroidvania-style games. I'm striking out here, man. Here's another track, then. Is there anything else you can give us to work with? I've given you lots. I've given you publisher, right. developer, and, platform. Right, and none of it makes sense. So can you give us, like, the title or something? <laughs> I really like this game on the DS. If, I mean, I know that doesn't help you, but it, it was really good. I like the music. If you played the game, you would know... Uh, the combat used kind of like a rock, paper, scissors type of deal uh, system where like, you know, w one beats the other and the other beats the other. So it was really neat. Is this, um, oh, Crystal Monsters or something? No, that wasn't Alright, so I'm going to work on finding my next game to play because I have no freaking clue and the hints are not helping. Alright, I'm going to give you a another track. I'm going to tell you, you do that. that Hax has already gotten it in the chat, so don't look there, you goddamn oh, cheaters. Oh, of course. I will not look there. That would be dishonest. <laughs> I don't know that this is a game I've ever heard It sounds of. like Tron. So this game... I, I guess the last hint is this game released on the Game Boy Advance and the DS, but both versions were um, slightly different. Was it like a Tomb Raider game on the DS? Is it licensed or original? Uh, you guys ain't gonna get it. This game is called Scourge the Hive. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I don't feel so bad about my next choice because it is pretty much exactly as obscure as yours was. I hate you all. <laughs> oh God! Fire! Wow, <laughs> that is bizarre. Okay, um, can I play mine? Then? Please. Ruin your lives <laughs> another four songs worth. <clears throat> I guarantee neither of you have played this. I don't think either of you. It's about the only thing in the game that's actually good. It's a racing game. A little again? louder, actually. You want it louder, or it's too loud? A little bit louder. Have I'm just you played this game before? I played a lot of this game, but I was. 
also not the most popular kid in school. Um, it is I, a retitle. Is this a Sonic game? No, but it was published by Sega. This published by Sega? Not developed. I believe well, I mean, published by Sega. I don't know. I don't know if it was developed by Sega. I know it had the Sega logo. Okay. Well, I was going to say because F Zero GX was developed by Sega, but that you was guys published are in the by Nintendo. What? Let's go to a second. Until he said Sega, I was going to say cruising. <laughs> okay. Um, Ooh. This sounds like a Castlevania game, but it's not, because he said Sega. Um, your next hint is that it is a licensed game. Licensed game by Sega, shit. Is it Biotonic at the Olympics or something? No. Oh my god. Licensed game by Sega on the Wii. I know this. I don't. It was Is this a, like Twilight or something? Yes, it's Twilight the video game. It it sounds like... <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna get this without. Let's see. Um Wii game, Sega license fighting. Um, it is a licensed Wait. game. This is why I don't think either of you are going to get it. Did you say fighting? Yes. It it's is a fighting a game? Like yes. one-on-one fighting or side-scrolling beat-em-up? One-on-one, one-on-one fighting. It is a licensed cel-shaded anime fighting game. Which is why oh, I don't think either oh, of you are going to Oh, 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 I know this. Oh, shit. I will it's settle that, for the, I will settle for the, does, the series. I don't Does it, is it the guy that has the skull head thing? I remember. Oh, when I looked at GameStop, it I'm was never a bizarre remember. fighting game because it was all played with motion controls. Uh, just so you guys know, I'm gonna have to leave after Nintendo. So. Okay. Fair enough. Eugene, you are uh, on the precipice. It's like. I just need a name, buddy. I just remember organizing the fucking shit, and I remember it was at the front of the of the thing when I was organizing it at GameStop. So that I can't remember any fucking names though. All right. Dude. Well, the chat agrees with me. They think you're close enough. And considering I'm pulling the Otaku card here, I'm going to give it to you. This was a Bleach fighting game for the way. Uh. Bleach. Fucking it was Bleach. as hell. Like, to play it, you had up and down slashes, left and right slashes, and stabs, and you literally just had to go like, <laughs> and then you would run out of energy, that about right. and you have to, like, charge up, and then you just keep doing this over and over again. Right, am I giving, am I giving <laughs> you the point, or? Yeah, Eugene gets that point. Huh. What was it called? Like, was there, like, a subtitle or something? Bleach Shattered Blade. Okay, I'm mean, looking it up. Yeah, I remember that. This, yeah, I remember this cover. It's got like the two guys facing each other. Yeah, dude, I was just impressed that you got um, 
the guy with the skull on his face. Like, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, this guy, like, he's he's earned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? See, I, I mean, I know what I'm talking about. I just don't remember the name of the game, so. All right, my turn. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, I'm just going to jump right into it. Is the volume? Okay, the volume's the same. Okay. Well, that's... Oh, my oh. God. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior. Game Boy. Donkey Kong Jr. Math. Yep. Wasn't expecting the music for this level to be so on the nose, but all right, let's try a different track since you're going to be jumping around Donkey Kong all night if I keep it on this. None of us got it? Nope. <laughs> I know, right? Donkey Kong Land. Donkey Kong March of the Minis. Get off of Donkey Kong. <laughs> I changed it because I knew you'd be guessing Donkey Kong all night otherwise. So it's not a so Donkey it's not Kong. Donkey it's not Donkey Kong! <laughs> Is it Mario and Luigi? It's not Mario and Luigi. Oh, is it it's Mario a, is Golf it a... or Mario Tennis? Yes, it is Mario Tennis for what? The Game, game Boy? Boy? Yep. Nice. Game Boy Color. I need to get this game on the 3DS Virtual Console, too, because I, had it, I made, had it on the Game Boy Color. This was made by the same people who did, um, like, Camelot, right? The yeah, same it was Camelot. did all the other good Mario sports games. They yeah, had and, such a unique sound font that, like, bridges systems. Like, every game yeah. sounds exactly the same, but they all sound wonderful. I've, I feel, and yet they all sound, like just blend into the background like none of them none of the music well, stands but, out but it's always notable but that's um, the thing it's supposed to because you know sports games yeah. are pretty like right. high octane as it is so, i feel like they know, probably right. used the same composer for all of them um anyway yes well uh, mario, um, mario, by the way uh, mario tennis and mario golf for the game boy color uh not only are they great versions of the golf and tennis big games, but they also have RPG elements where you play as your own little avatar and progress and get better and better. And then yeah. you, with the transfer pack, could import that character into yeah. the N64 game. So I never Super had... Super good games. They were... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I never had tennis for the Game Boy, but I had golf for the Game Boy, and I remember it being just as freaking amazing. So. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure, without looking at a Wikipedia or, or whatever, that they were both made by Camelot as well, and those are the people that did, like, Golden Sun, you know, those are yeah. RPGs for Game Boy Advance and stuff. So. Yeah, Lucas said remember, that, like, five minutes ago. Oh, sorry. I guess I, I remember <laughs> the sprites were so simplistic on the Game Boy that I chose Kid, like, the default character for the game. <laughs> And when I put him into Mario Golf, not tennis, when I put him into Mario Golf on the N64, <laughs> I hadn't realized that he was dark-skinned until I <laughs> made the transition. Because on the Game Boy, he just looked, like, sprited. Like, you couldn't tell. Right. You bring him in, and I'm like, oh, this is different. Like, I've never, I've never done this <laughs> Look before. Look at me. I'm ethnic character. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So I've got my last track. God, your video is so horribly out of sync on my end, Eugene. It's weird. (laughs) For what it's worth, um, yeah, you're the only one with high-quality video on my screen. But um, for what it's worth, the score is right now, me and Eugene are tied at three. Justin's got a point. I am Steve tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this one shouldn't be too hard, I don't think. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Let's see. Here's the first track. 
I don't know, but I want it. It's so 90s dance club music. <laughs> Man, my first thought was like ukulele style. It could be Grant Kirkhope, but... Almost reminds me of like Snowboard Kids, actually. Is it made by Apple? It's not. I got nothing. Give us a clue or give us more music. Okay, I'm gonna give you the developer. Developer, no, developer, I'm developer. I'm gonna give you more music, actually. I wanna keep you guys guessing. I really like this soundtrack. Alright, developer. No, I don't wanna give you developer. Uh, okay, developer is NT Creates. Mighty number nine. Uh, Mighty Switch Force. That other game, the Switch Force one. The, yeah, not Switch Force. The one with. The Wait, is this uh, Blaster Master Zero? Nope. Is it the blonde guy, Azure Striker Gunvolt? Uh -huh. You guys are not even close, I'll give you that. Those are the you guys only are games in the right ballpark, sort of, but like, you're not there yet. Those are the only games that I know of that it creates made, or the ones we just listed. It's a more modern game. Really? I didn't know NT Creates was around for that one. This game was released in 2007. I'm guessing that would make it, what, like a new game? Game was a DS title. Here's your next track. It's not like Medio, is it? Uh, no, but track. I love that game. This one is maybe not so much of a Metroidvania. I, I, I guess it is technically, but a lot of people wouldn't think of it as that. Um, so maybe I don't know. I don't. I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna give you another hint. The publisher was Capcom. This this wasn't a Mega Man game, was it? Might have been. I don't know. Lucas? <laughs> yeah, you hit me right on <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it was a Mega Man game. Justin, I'm going to have to give it to you just because... Is it like a Battle Network game? No, was, I don't think this came out for... You said DS, right? It was a DS game. There was a shit ton of Battle Network games for the DS, but it was really? not that. This was Mega Man ZX, and Axe got it in the chat. Okay. Oh! Did See, those I, come out in the States? Mega Man got... I, from the sound of it, I would say no, it did not come out in the States. <laughs> no, yeah. Jap Mega Man ZX totally came out in the States. Japanese okay. music doesn't mean that the game didn't It just means that they recorded good music for it when they were developing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thus far, this is the... This is not one of the good music tracks. The rest of them were definitely better. It was beautiful. <laughs> right? I love Just that Which is why I figured you know what so it is. So I picked it. Um, All right. Justin's it... up to two points, but his racism brings him back down to one and a half. <laughs> racism. You're white. <laughs> and we're going on to my last game. And it's a And actually, set. I'm sorry. This game, I want to correct myself. This game actually came out in 2006 i looked it up september 12 2006 in north america july 6 2006 in japan so i my apologies I, I had a moment 
where in my life where like I was all about like Mega Man and everything that Mega Man represented, <laughs> and like I dug up I... background on like every Mega Man and every series and stuff, and like the Z series was always one that I wanted to get into, but I never really got the chance. So it's cool. Yeah, I've never you... been that into Mega Man, so. If you ever um, see ZX somewhere, pick it up. That's probably one of my favorites of the Z- was uh, that, that series. That wasn't a sister bundle, right? Like that wasn't one where they had like ZX and ZY. Well, the, I I want to say that there's actually a bundle. Let me look it up. I'm pretty sure there's called it's like ZX Generations or something, and it has like mm-hmm. all of them in it or something like that. But uh, you play another track, and I'll look it up for you. Z- okay. Um, my last game. And away we go. Uh, I can't believe Eugene are getting down and Justin's just like, I hate these people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also trying to pick my uh, my last game here. I have no idea, but I like it. Is this a Sega game? Hmm? Is this a Sega game? I don't think so, but I don't actually know who the developer was. So it's definitely not Sonic. Except the Star Wars stuff. What console did this come out on? Um, without giving too much away this early in, it was a DS title. Slowed down very awkwardly. Might have just been a network connection. Yeah, the, the tempo is really weird. It sounds fine on my end, so it's probably just. Well, la di da for you. I have no personal. Shall we go to another track? I will say this was a beat em up game. This was a beat em up? Yep. Um. And you said, did you, I'm sorry, what console did you say this was? DS? We are on the DS. last round of Nintendo, and then we'll drop out. This was a beat em up game with a unique gimmick to it. Hmm. I gotta say, I've got nothing. I'll go a little bit farther. As I move into the last track, right, what, what? I would say that this was a DSiWare title, I believe. It was one of those kind of awkward, in-between transitional games between like the DS and the 3DS. Alright, what are the clues that we have? Beat em up. It's a DS game. It's not a Kirby game, is it? Yeah, it sounds like Yoshi. Uh, this game didn't really have any franchise attached to it. 
and this is my last track, so we're winding down, gents. <laughs> huh. I'm actually surprised neither of you played this. I actually got a lot of fun out of this game. It was it was a casual game. It wasn't really like a serious game. Did you give us developer or um... I don't know it. It wasn't really a game that was big enough to I like the music. Yeah, it was good. It had that like DSIware charm, you know. Alright, does everybody give up? Yeah, I, we, yeah, I got nothing. I got I I don't got nothing. Left. This was a game called Photo Dojo. Yeah, oh, still that got was nothing. so cool! Where you take the picture and then you you can, would take uh, a picture uh, of your head and your yeah. body, or you could like draw something and you would animate it punching and kicking. You could give it like a special attack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually played the hell out of that game. That was actually really fun. And didn't it become free for a while or something like that? I think so. I don't know. I bought it like at launch, so. But it, it was yeah, like. Yeah, that the was a really man's, cool game, actually. It was like the poor man's easier to develop for Mugen. Because, like, you didn't have to go in and change all the code and everything, but you also kind of had right. to be creative with, like, how you added in characters, and it wasn't nearly as, like, in-depth. I want to say Photo Dojo was Nintendo published and developed, even. It might have been. I don't know. I'm not willing to look it up, but maybe Eugene is <laughs> while Justin gives us his next track. <laughs> sure. Um... I didn't want to give you another Game Boy game, but I came across one here that I think is um, think is worth throwing out there for the fun of it. So I'd means... like to point out that this is the official tiebreaker because Eugene and I both have three points. That's true. Photo Dojo is um, Nintendo published and developed, by the way. I never realized that. Um, oh, sad. Not only is this going to be another Game Boy game, but I don't think the music is in stereo, but we will find out. Um, I swear if it starts with the Donkey Kong theme, I'm going to be really pissed. <laughs> I doubt Metroid's, it. Metroid 2. Metroid 2. I almost did Metroid 2. Is I'd my be so pissed. Right now. This isn't... Kid Icarus for the Game Boy, is it? It is not. Is this Castlevania or Ghouls and Ghosts? No and no. <laughs> I feel like I should know this, Justin. This I've... sounds more like a Eugene track. <laughs> uh, Was this... Okay, did this come out for the original Game Boy, or was it like a Game Boy Color Game Boy game? Ori original Game Boy, and it was Super Game Boy Enhanced, if that helps any. Not really, I don't... What the hell are you old people talking about? <laughs> How do you not know what the Super... Forget it. Alright, let's give... God, I played so few Game Boy games. Um... Um, let's see. It was... It's not like... What? Go ahead. It's not like... Is it Bubble Bobble, maybe? No, I don't know. Just, you talk. Um, is it like... Is it Bubble Bobble? It is not Bubble Bobble. <laughs> I think is it somebody like gets Bionic Commando for the Game Boy or something? Or... No, it is not. <laughs> um, it was... 
published by Nintendo. Sure. Hmm. Was it, it a licensed? Oh, no, I can't do licensed, though. Oh, God. Um... Published and developed? No. Well, sort of. It was a... <laughs> It was a joint project between Nintendo and two other developers. Oh god. <sighs> Alright, I need to get out of all these little... That. Here we go. Let's try. Here we go. Stop that. Stop it. Stop it. Just play something longer. Just play all the like... Yeah, it's down to <laughs> all the, like, the little three second... Things here. Gene, I don't know if we've ever played this game, or I feel like we would have gotten it by now. Alright, hang on. I need to stop this, because it's just jumping from one to another at this point. Alright. Yeah, I, I've got nothing. Alright, um... Like, it sounds vaguely familiar, but... It is... Alright, it is a fighting game. Fighting game? Fighting On the Game, game. Boy. Yep. Definitely never played it, Justin. Mortal Kombat for the Game Boy? Nope. This was published Is by it Nintendo. Street Fighter for the Game Boy? Nope. Street Fighter 2 for the Game Boy? <laughs> Is it Killer Instinct for the Game Boy? There we go. What? Is it really Killer Instinct for the Game it Boy? It is really Killer Instinct for the Game Boy. Oh, wow! <laughs> oh, shit! That was, was like the most uh, lackluster win I've ever seen. I know, right? Is it, I don't I know, it... Killer Instinct? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and with that, Eugene wins. I suppose if I had um, thought ahead about, about this being the last one in a tiebreaker, I wouldn't have picked a Game Boy game, but... <laughs> 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 they well, were on the and back Phantom of the wins the sponsorship bet. No well, fun. All right. Um, I actually have to go, so I'm just gonna drop my info here. Follow me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. Um, my all of my friend code information is there for all my systems, um, except for. Super Mario Run, which I just had up here. No, it's not there. I'll tweet it. <laughs> Alright, so take care, everybody. I'll uh, do my change the system next week or something. <laughs> awesome. Right. I, I look forward to talking to you about it because I'm nearing completion of Metroid and I'll talk about that. I am nowhere near... I've played like a couple of hours this week, so I got nothing to say Don't on it. Don't listen. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm taking off. <laughs> All right. See you, Justin. Have a good Bye. night. Oh, what a wonderful Nintendoons we had! There were moments of joy, frustration, and anger, but in the end, only one champion prevailed. Eugene from the Squid District, with his passive head and googly eyes, did verily <laughs> triumph over the other contenders and win Nintendoons 4010. 4010. 4010. Yeah, so that was Nintendoons. I lost, but I'm not even salty about it because Eugene won, and I feel like I don't get to see that much, so that was cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sad about it either, so we're all right. 
And I just battled it out at the end in a little tiebreaker. Justin might be a little bit salty, but, you know, what ifs? Yeah, it is what it is. But now we get (laughs) to talk about Change the System, so that's cool. And I have quite a few things to talk about, to the point where I want to actually boot up my Switch while we're doing this so I can mention all the crap I've been doing. Um, I didn't realize okay. you were playing so much. Well, you did say that you had finished, uh, or were finishing a game that you had been playing um, recently, or that you wrote a review of recently, so I don't know if you were going to talk about that. But I am excited to hear it if you are. You mean Mario and Rabbits? Uh-huh. No, I haven't really touched that since the storm. Oh, I thought that you said that you had booted it up and you were about to finish it. No. <laughs> no, it was just that YouTube video in the group chat. Well, you tell me yeah. what you've been playing, Lucas. How about I just sit here and, and respond by shaking my little squid wigs? Okay, well, let's get the easy one out of the way first, because nobody really wants to hear much about this, and Steve's not even here. But Minecraft, that was a thing I played. I played a lot of Minecraft. Um, building a big old castle, calling it Siglantis. <laughs> just go to my Twitter check it out. Siglantis. Freaking ginormous, and I'm putting a lot of time into it, more time than a healthy adult male should. But it's interesting, so that's something. Um, and like everybody's come to visit, even though I specifically didn't want them there, and then they showed up, and I'm like, I was just oh, gonna ask you if people had come, uh, well, or if you was... had opened it up to like then friendos. Well, like I didn't want to. It's mostly just been our group, but um, like I was okay. thinking, like, oh, I'll keep it a surprise, or oh, I'll do it by myself. And then people show up and they're like, oh, let me get you a bunch of stone for your giant walls that you decided to build like 15 blocks high. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. So, <laughs> there's been a lot of hanging out in that, but it's been kind of few and far between because we haven't really been like Skyping lately. So Sure. Um, more interestingly, Thimbleweed Park is an indie game that came out last week that Phantom bullied me into playing. Because we were both kind of interested in it, and I was like, "Yeah, what the hell? Let's try that." Um, did you? I didn't you realize that you were going to get that one. I, I've actually yeah. um, played that game before, but I played really? it uh, long, when it came out on Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd never heard of it before. I actually want to write a review for it on Infendo if you haven't done that already, like three years ago. Well, it, I no because you know when it came out, it wasn't a Nintendo game, so that's right. Cool. Well, um, I'm not all the way through it yet because I kind of lost interest. But that first day, I played like eight straight hours. Like, I was really into it. Um, It's point-and-click. It's an old-school point-and-click game with a sense of humor and full voice acting, which is pretty cool. Um, Yeah. It's it's a good game. I mean, there's a lot to it. Um, It's... It's a good game in what it provides, like, outside of the gameplay. The gameplay itself is very traditional, with the exception that you control five different characters. But you know all of this, because you've played it. Um, I, never, I never played it to completion. I'm kind of with you on that one. It's, uh, yeah. um, it, I kind of lost in interest. I, you know, I, the reason why I got it, though, is because, you know, it was made by, I want to say, Ron Gilbert, right? The guy of um, old, like, LucasArts fame. I don't know they parody LucasArts a lot, so possibly. Let me. I'm gonna look it up. You you keep talking. Okay, but yeah, no, it's a good game. It's got a good sense of humor. Um, sometimes it's a little too self-referential. Like there's a lot of video game talk, like in the game itself, which kind of detracts from the overall story. But you know, it's supposed to be kind of silly and nonsensical. Did you find it out? Yeah, it's um yeah he he made like Maniac Mansion and uh, Monkey Island and stuff like that. He was with Lucas Lucas Arts. That's like where 
um, what's his face came from as well. The um, shit, I can't remember these names today. But yeah, I I, I did enjoy what I played of this game, to, for that. But you know, I I just lost interest. There, I can't I can't play a point and click like I could I'm, before. You know, I'm exactly the same. Well, I've never been able to play point and click games. It's a it's a game genre from before my time. It died out before I was even born, basically. And by the time I came along, there were just so many more exciting types of games. Like, I don't have the nostalgia for it. So it really is totally dependent on the story. And the story's Mm -hmm. good, but it's not like draw you in, you have to get to the end kind of story. Like, the silliness kind of cancels it out for me. If it was a little bit more serious and a little bit more mysterious, maybe I could get into it. But I I feel like I kind of know where everything is going and they're just going to throw like a sharp U-turn at the end and, you know, that'll be the game, so. Yeah, Um, and back when I played it in March when it first released, like, I... I, I did get into it, but now, however many months later, I couldn't tell you a thing about the story, to be honest with you. And now if I went back, I don't know. I think I'd probably be lost. Yeah. yeah it's not a bad game. I don't know if it's worth 20 bucks. Maybe don't jump right into that, like, at launch. But it was interesting. It was... And like I said, that first night, I played a lot of it. Um, there are some minor glitches that were kind of frustrating. Like, I had turned off text because I liked it better when they were just narrating and I didn't have subtitles over their heads. Mm-hmm. But then the subtitles just kept coming back. So I'm sure it's like, you know, launch day little bugs that they didn't get a t- chance to test, but, you know, they come and go, sure. and it kind of is what it is, I guess. Um, yeah. the, uh, I, I, I do have to say, though, if I were to play it, I would probably want to play it on the Switch just to, because of the portability of the console, so... It makes that. it easier. Um, I'm trying to find here... I, I've, I got another game. I don't know the name of the game because it's a Japanese game. I had some money left over after the Monster Hunter thing. I had like 2,500 yen. And this game came out, and I watched like a video of it, and I thought, that's kind of a cool, cute little game. So that's a thing. But I'm trying to find out the official name of it. The only word that's in English is war. Oh my god, it's literally called Penguin Wars. I typed in Penguin War <laughs> Switch. Um... <laughs> So, Penguin Wars is a really old-school game, actually, which they alluded to on the um, on the gameplay thing. And you basically, like, you throw little bouncy balls back and forth, and you try to hit the other person. It's kind of like dodgeball, like you roll balls at each other. And mm-hmm. um, then when the timer runs out, like, whichever person has less balls gets less damage, and it's like a health-based thing. Whoever's got the most health at the end of the match wins. It's actually a lot of fun. Like, I was playing the first level of single player, like the story mode, and it's all in Japanese, so I have no idea what anybody's saying, but you're not supposed to. It's, you know, a fun little arcade game. And, sure. um, like, I found myself just sitting there going, damn it, damn it, no, damn it, fix it, fix it, hurry, quick, fix it. Like, I was getting really into it. Like, it's a lot of fun. Um, it has local multiplayer, which is cool. So, like, if you wanted to get it at cool. some point and, like, try it with Heather, like, that would be cool. It has online multiplayer, too. I haven't been able to connect to a room. It's not like the um, Flip Wars issue where I get into a room and it immediately disconnects me. I just haven't been able to find anyone. So I don't know if the problem is that nobody's playing this game or that I'm not able to get matched up with anybody because nobody in the States is playing this game. I I don't know what the problem is. So. so what are the visuals? Is it like 3D uh, sprite based or how, how does it... Oh yeah, it, um... it's it's 3D. It's completely, like, it's a new game. It's not a remake of like the old Game Boy games or anything. Um, okay. It looks, like graphically, it kind of looks like a, what you would expect from a Wii game. 
like heavily cell shaded you know nothing's nothing's sure. beautiful but it's it's well made it's well presented the whole game has kind of like a disco theme to like the ui and everything which is really nice like a bunch of neon lighting and stuff like that the characters are well yeah. drawn so it's it's a nice looking game it plays really well i just wish i had somebody to play it with because like you know i'm gonna get tired of just fighting computers after a while but it's a cool right. game i i like what it is for what it is you know sure sure Cool. Well, what else have you been playing this week? Um, that's been the majority of my gameplay, really. It's just been a lot of those three games. Um, I did try Breath of the Wild, Master Mode, Trial of the Sword again, but I got really bored and frustrated during like the third area, so I just kind of dropped that again because I don't know. The incentive just isn't really there. Like, I'd like to beat it to say I beat it. Because, you know, it's probably one of, like, the hardest challenges I've ever played in a Zelda game before. Sure. But it's like, I beat it, and what do I get? A Master Sword with slightly more power than normal. <laughs> like, eh, I just don't know if it's really in it for me. Maybe someday when I'm really bored and I have nothing else to do with my time. But Mario Odyssey yeah, comes that's... out next month, so that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of wish that I had, and I'm sure you feel the same way, that I uh, Zelda in... Um not in cartridge form like actually on my 3ds like downloaded version of it because i kind of that's a game i wish i always had with me but since i'm um a slave to the cartridges this generation i constantly have to swap them out you know so i don't know i'm actually kind of in the opposite boat like i only have two games on cartridge that and splatoon and i'm not really going to bring splatoon out with me on the go anyway because you know it's splatoon it's an online game first and foremost that being said, I don't think I've really taken Breath of the Wild out of its box much short of, like, last week. Like, I'm kind of just done, you know? Like, getting the Koroks would be cool, but I don't really think there's any incentive for me to do it. And yeah. there's just not much to do. I, uh... I thought about going back. I was talking to Mike or Steve or somebody, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll replay Breath of the Wild again. Because it's, like, the one big, you know, big-budget adventure game I have on my Switch right now. And as much mm -hmm. as I complained about, like, its lack of cinematics relative to other Zelda games, it is a cinematic game. It tells an admittedly weak story, but it still tells a story. And, you know, that's something when you feel like being entertained for, like, 30 or 40 hours. But I just don't know if I want to do it again, you know? Like, the, sure. the gameplay is fun, and, like, going to the four different Divine Beasts is fun, and playing through those dungeons and then fighting Ganondorf... But there's so much, like, grindy prep work that you have to do in between where you're doing all the shrines and everything, so you've got enough health to take on the bosses, and I just yeah. don't know if, I just, The shrines really kill the game for me when I have to go back and replay it. And those are one of the most interesting elements when you played it the first time. It's like, now I don't really want to go back and play it again, because unless I want to do it with, like, six hearts, I've got to grind a bunch of shrines, you know? And Yeah, and you know, I have to say that the grind feels more prevalent in master mode too right because you really need those extra hearts you really need that extra stamina you know when you're fighting yeah. these these the ai which is like super oh my gosh i fought yeah. a lionel the other day and i still have you beaten a lionel in um in master mode like a the um silver gold? ones um, no i haven't even seen a gold lionel I I've beat I don't know if I've ever beaten I must have beaten a silver Lionel I don't know if I beat it in Master Mode I did beat a gold Lionel in Master Mode so I feel like that overlaps with beating a silver one and I I did it like once like I didn't get any of them yeah. to appear until after I beat the game and then I walk up and I'm like oh hey you're a gold Lionel and I got like the crap <laughs> beaten out of me but I survived and I was like did it 
done with that. Like, never gonna do that again. <laughs> I, I've never even seen a gold one, so I'm nervous about that. I guess, I mean, if your pairing skills are, like, or if you're ready, I guess you, you're, you're good to go, but, like, Or if you have still. a crap ton of fairies, because, like, a gold will take you out in one hit. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. I even wonder if part of the reason that you're saying that like the grind is more tedious in master mode isn't even so much that you're playing in master mode as it is just that it's your second time it's through. The second time. So yeah. like as soon as That's you as soon as you go it. into like your first shrine again, you're like, oh god, I did this puzzle already. Like I I, I enjoyed it enough the first right. time, but like I don't want to do it all again. Like I don't want to move right. blocks from place to place and like I don't know. It's <laughs> It's a different type of replayability than a game like Ocarina of Time or Skyward Sword or anything is. Because for me, those games, there's more immediate rewards, I guess. Like, you beat a dungeon and you either get a new item or you get, like, you know, a new cutscene and you see, like, a goddess or something. And it's like Mm -hmm. with the shrines, it's like you just get, like, a bit of something that you need to progress. And it just, it doesn't feel like it's enough to make you want to go through and do all those shrines all over again. Yeah, I um I did I I I you know through Master Mode you got all the shrines and we both had like finally getting that hundred and twentieth shrine was like it I don't know if I was happy or relieved you know it's, like it was yeah. like <laughs> it's, yeah it's it's almost like a sense of relief I I don't know and God I feel like every time we talk about Zelda I just end up bitching about Breath of the Wild but like that that was the point I was trying to get across when we were having our big like ten man discussion. Was like just because a game is long, doesn't necessarily mean that the game is more valuable than like a really short game. You know, like Breath of the Wild sure. takes like a hundred hours to one hundred percent, not including like all the extra stuff like the Koroks and stuff, but just to like do the shrines and everything else. But like, if you're not having fun for like sixty of those hours, is it you know more valuable than a shorter game like a thirty-hour Legend of Zelda game? That, that was always kind of where I had the trouble with it. Like my first time around, I had more fun. I would say, admittedly, by the second time around, I was doing it more just to complete it. You know? Yeah, I I have to say that my second time, my my first probably forty hours with Master Mode, I was having a blast because yeah. I got had the Korok masks and you know I was trying to collect all the Koroks. I was in a little comp- mini competition with you. I was trying to get all the shrines. So like that was really cool. But then after I did all that and then like there's all the after stuff, like I don't know, I just don't don't really feel like doing the Trial of the Sword. Don't really feel like collecting the remaining god like four hundred Koroks that I have to collect, so yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it is. I I can't. I, I still think it's a really great game. Don't get me wrong, but like I haven't picked it up in a few weeks. So yeah, I, I don't know. There's a little bit of like na 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 boo boo for me when like because I still see a lot of people that play the game like religiously. Like I'll go on and like one of my friends will always be playing Breath of the Wild, and like it it is. It, it's a game that's much more popular than I would give it credit for, and you know that. But there's a part of me that's also happy to see that people have finally stopped playing it so much and have moved on to other things. And, like, you know, we're not just constantly replaying Breath of the Wild over and over again. Because I do feel like I was its biggest criticizer. And part of me wants to see people say, you know, it was a really good game. But it might not any longer be my, like, God level, you know... (laughs) whatever <laughs> i still think it, at the end of the at the end of the day it's probably going to be my favorite game of 2017 but now having some time to reflect on it 
I you can I can definitely see the um, you know where it falls short and yeah. especially after as many hours as I put into it and I'm sure you have too you know so okay since there's only two of us here and we're gonna have a little extra time I feel like real quick you think it's gonna beat Mario Odyssey for your favorite game of the year well I guess that's that remains to be seen right like I, I haven't played that game yet but um, knowing myself I like I I prefer Zelda games over Mario games so that that's just my personal preference well see that's my issue too because like I do too but like you know where I stand with breath of the wild sure I'm really I'm really curious because I'm not even that excited for Odyssey like I, I want it and it looks really cool but like I can't I can't get in the right mindset. I can't psych myself up for it like I want to. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if I'm going to have another Breath of the Wild experience when I play Odyssey or if I'm really going to like it, but we'll see. I'm, I'm really, I mean, that's pro- definitely my most highly anticipated game that's coming out like for the remaining of the year, right? But at the same time, I I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I, I'm, I'm on complete like media blackout for that game, so I don't want to see anything, so... I I want to be going completely surprised. Yeah, that's that's how I like to play him too, you know. <coughs> All right, well that was a Excuse good me. that was a good diversion. <laughs> You've been yeah, playing anything we'll cool? Yeah, I I mean nothing that's going to take as much time as your um game playing section. Um all the games that I've been playing, I've talked about. Well, that's not true, I guess. Um, let's start with Metroid first. Um, mm-hmm. I'm nearing completion of that game. I have 17 Metroids remaining. I have almost completed my um, inventory. I don't know how spoiler you want to get, but like I, you know, I've, I've I filled out like all my beams and all that fun stuff. I, I think I think that I that I've filled all that out for uh, looking at my menu, but. It, it is a really good game. I, I really like it. I That's the game that I find myself wanting to play the most right now. So, I mean, that definitely means that, um, for me anyways, that it's that it's up there on some of the games that that I've been playing. Because, like, I have Splatoon. I still have ARMS. But I, I keep going back to Metroid. So, there, I, I really am enjoying that that game but with that said there are some shortcomings to it like i think i said this last week um i i still wish that they would give you the option to fucking use the d-pad this game needs to be controlled with the d-pad it uh, the more i think about it like yeah there's that free aim where where you have to use um i believe the right trigger and then you can move the control stick around or the nubbin thing or whatever it's called but at the same time like you're planted into place when you're using that so why can't mm. i use the d-pad to walk around and then push the r button and then i can use the control stick or whatever the the circle pad and then aim that way like I, it wouldn't be that much of a an ask to take your finger off of the d-pad to move to the circle stick when you're holding the trigger you know it'd be it's it's almost like playing an old um golden eye game i'll like be honest i'm not following like any of what you're saying with all those different button inputs but i i understand <laughs> I understand the concept and the complaint, so like I feel like I'm so, I'm an acceptable. Okay, territory. let me let me tar- try and articulate a little bit better. When you're um, when you're playing this game, there are points where you have to aim um, at certain points in the in the environment, and it's easier to do so, but with this free aim. So you hold the right trigger, and then you can aim around in basically 360 degrees okay. all around yourself using the control stick. Um, obviously you couldn't do that using the d-pad right because there would be only eight directions that you can use but like what i'm saying is if they gave you the option to use the d-pad why can't they just when you're holding the r trigger 
you can take your finger off the D-pad and use the control stick. I, maybe I'm yeah. nitpicking here, but I feel like it needs digital controls. I really do. Yeah, I I understand. I mean, that does make sense. I, I don't know. I kind of want to play this game now, but I also kind of feel like I wouldn't enjoy it without an L button. So like, you need the L kinda button. Kind of think buddy. I'm, I'm, sorry think to I'm say sunk. It. And like, sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. And it's just one of those kind of crapshoots where if you're having a bad day, like, you know, you can't play the game at all. So, eh. sure. <laughs> I. Uh, so, like, to speak a little bit more to this game, um, yeah. the the thing that I'm enjoying the most about it is that it is not Metroid 2, right? Because I played that game to death already. I've probably beaten it, like, five or six times. So everything about it is brand new. Like, the, the and some of the environments kind of have a little throwback to some of the environments that were available in Metroid 2, and I can enjoy that. But um, overall, like it's a completely new game. So like I, when I'm exploring it for the first time, it's because and getting lost, it's because I've never played it, right? It, like I have to backtrack, and and I like that in in a video game. So I I really am enjoying that aspect of it. It's it, it's a it's a brand new Metroid game, guys. If you're um, itching for that, go out and pick this game up because it's a good one. Um, I, I still don't think I would put it above Super Metroid. That's still my favorite um, Metroid game. I, I'm liking it more than Fusion at this point, though, um, I, I have to say. So there is that. So I don't know. It, it's uh, it's super, super awesome. I, I feel like I can't get through a game discussion with you without completely disagreeing on, like, opinion. <laughs> I, I well, yeah, because I know you don't like Fusion. That's not your favorite TV no, Metroid, I, I right? No, I do like Fusion a lot, actually. No, oh, the ones okay. I don't like are the Prime games. But, um, no, the the thing that bums me out is I was kind of hoping it was a faithful recreation of 2, just, you know, upscaled, sure. because I 2 is, like, the one Metroid game other than Primes that I've never beaten. And, you know, mm-hmm. in the same way that I was able to play Zero Mission and say, well, now I've technically beaten Metroid 1 because it really is, like, almost the exact same game. The controls are just better and, you know, there's a little extra at the end. Like, I was hoping that I could say, well, you know, I never beat Metroid 2, but now I've beaten its remake, which is essentially the same thing. So, you know, cross that final game off my list. No. Nope. <clears throat> nope. Yeah, you're going to have so to play both. Uh, there's AM2R. I mean, you can you can go try and find that um, download. You remember the, the another Metroid Two remake? Oh yeah, I do remember that. I saw the look. Yeah, on that your might face. be <laughs> that might be my best bet. Um, yeah, I don't know. It sounds really cool. I'm guessing it's less story heavy than like Fusion and other M was. It's probably more just like directly Super Metroid style kind of stuff. There, um, there are some story bits. There are a few little cutscenes as well. Most of it is environmental to- uh, score- uh, environmental storytelling, which I can appreciate. Um, yeah, it's still cool. So, like, there, there's times when, well, you can see like the little, and this was a, this was a part of the original Metroid too, as well. Um, but you can like see the Metroid like exoskeleton, I guess, for lack of better terms, like lying around. So then that kind of means yeah. that oh shit, there's Metroids here. Or you see like cool. the Metroid like slime stuff around and you're like holy shit there's probably some metroids around here or some shit happened over here because there's uh you know you see a dead scientist or something like i i I enjoy that kind of stuff so yeah that's cool but uh yeah that that's about it for that one um i've i uh, i can't really say enough praise uh, sing enough that praises about this game it's really good go out and play it the 3d is fantastic 
Um, so yeah, th that's Metroid 2. Um, another game I've been playing, and I is I think I talked about this a little bit last week, but I ended up finishing Star Tropics um, oh, cool. on my emulated version on the on the DS. Um, yeah, it's still a good game. I, I really enjoy that one. Uh, not much to say about it, though. It's an old game. If you haven't played it, maybe go, try and dig it up. I, it's pro it'd probably be really hard to find a cartridge version of that now that I, I think like about it. I feel like it's one of those rarer games that like, you kind of have yeah. to emulate. Like, you know. And I don't think that there was ever a virtual console. Maybe there was a Wii virtual console release. On the release, Wii, but... I think there was... Because I almost bought it a couple of times. If I'm if I'm not completely blowing, you know, no, smoke. there. Now that I think about it, there absolutely was because they had because there's this um, part in the game where you have to put in a code, um, and the only way to get the code, it was actually kind of like an anti-piracy thing back then. You had to huh. dip the there. There was a letter that came with the the game. Oh yeah, you had to I heard dip about it in that. Water. Yeah, and on the Wii version, I want to say that there was something cool in the like instruction manual that did something mm. to that effect or something like that. That's cool. So yeah, that's a cool um, little game that I'm glad I got the chance to finish up. Um, but last but not least, another emulated game on my 3DS, guys. I was playing a Super Nintendo emulator, pa playing my favorite game of all time, Illusion of Gaia. Oh, I was Still hoping it was going to be Mario RPG. I hate you so much. <laughs> I like uh, Mario RPG, but it's no illusion of Gaia, my friend. It says the Squid Man. <laughs> um, I don't know what I can say about this game. It's it's like, it's it's like a a Zelda game, but with RP like light RPG elements. Hmm. Um, it's super good. I really fucking like it, guys. Um, so. It's also kind of sort of in a Metroidvania vein as well because like you um, gain some upgrades to um, that and then you're not able to like pass certain areas until you um, get these upgrades, you know, kind of like Metroid style. So, but it's in an isometric 3D type of um, viewpoint, kind of like what Zelda is, kind of like a little like, hack and slashy. I feel like you're in the zone right now where you're going to call any game a Metroidvania game. Like... That's just been your thing tonight. You've mentioned True. like five Metroidvania games. <laughs> I guess that's kind of is kind of my headspace, but it does have those elements. I guess I, nobody would ever call this a Metroidvania game because it doesn't. It's not like a two D platformer or anything like that. Um, but um, yeah, it's really good, guys. I the reason I like it actually is because of the story. So it actually has a really interesting story. So you start off the game and you are. Um, in uh, basically like a little clubhouse with you and your friends and they're playing cards and um, they're, they tell you that you have to use your powers because you actually have the, the have powers to move objects if you push the L or N R triggers and they ask you to move the statue because that's kind of like your you know like your bar trick that you do all the time apparently so just like stuff like that like um, kind of just brings you into the story like they they didn't have to start the game off like that right like it, it just it's, it's just interesting how they um, bring you into the story. And then later on you find out that your dad went missing because he was looking for the Tower of, of Babel. And then you end up going after on a quest to go look for him. And you find love. And it, it's just really good. I just really li li like the game a lot. So huh. Illusion of Gaia, um, R.I.P. Hamlet the Pig. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a fucking good game. What's well, your like number one rated all time best game ever, right? So. It, I, and I can say that um, looking at it through my nostalgia goggles for sure, but still, well, I, I, I really love it. Sonic Adventure 2. I mean, you know, we all, wear, <laughs> yeah, sure. we all wear our nostalgia goggles, but that's what makes every person so unique. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So um, that's about all the games I've been playing. I guess I could talk about Splatoon some, but we know we've talked about that to death. Yeah. Oh, um, I will say that that game that me and Mike were pushing you guys on for so long, Bomberman, that's coming out with a pretty big update soon, actually. I have Bomberman. Did I not tell you that? No, you told me. We just never, ever, ever... Never played it. Maybe we'll have to jump on and and make that a thing, because I'd like to play some multiplayer Bomberman. The thing is, they're coming out with a new mode that's... It's something like Grand Prix mode. Mike would tell me what it was if he was here. But it's like a (laughs) three-on-three team battle kind of thing. So like oh, you're you're all in like a giant bomberman arena and like you got to take each other out which is actually kind of cool like I'm looking forward to the update so that's a thing that sounds kind of fun yeah when it comes out I'll be well I mean I think it's a free download so but I'll sure. be downloading that free update no yes siri bob you can bet on that so that's a thing nice maybe we can make it a friend in in friendo thing and get some three on three bomberman if anybody has it. That'd be fun. I'm willing to pressure some more people into making an irresponsible purchase. You made me make that purchase, and look how much it's gotten me. I don't even... Let me look at my Switch play log. I bet well, you know, if you ever decided to play a game with us, like, <laughs> I know me and Mike would jump in Bomberman in a heartbeat. Like, I'd love it if Steve and Justin would get the game. Like, it's it's a fun, simple arcade kind of game when you're just looking for something quick to play, you know? But... Like, ah, God. I, I think every so system much. needs a good Bomberman game. Like, that's, like, every system needs a good racing game. Every, like, Bomberman is yeah. just the way, is a way of life. I put so many hours into the, um, Wii, was it Wii or Wii U, um, whatever the Bomberman game from the Turbo Graphics that got released on the, on the Virtual Console. I want to say it was on the Wii, but we played the Probably. hell out of that game. Hmm. Well, maybe so, I'll cool. be able to convince you yet, because I kind of want to do that sometime. That sounds fun. That sounds fun by me. Heather likes Bomberman too, so maybe we can convince her. Good. All right, man. Well, I think we've uh, talked ourselves to the end of the episode. What say you? Seems like it. We lost a lot of good men along the way, but we came out <laughs> we of it did. stronger. I'm proud of us, Eugene. <laughs> we did good, and we will live forever in their memories and their hearts. Hey, <laughs> well. With that said, um, before we end off the show, we have some exciting news to announce um, for next week that will actually be dropping when the produced show um, hits on Monday. So want to talk a little bit about Patreon, Lucas, before we get out of here? Yeah, I kind of do, but I'm kind of afraid I'll say the wrong thing, so I'm kind of going to let you take the lead on this one, Eugene. <laughs> so we're launching Patreon on Monday, guys. So um, come on... October 2, we're going to have officially launched our Patreon channel um, that pertains to Infendo Radios. Um, Basically, we're trying to do this because there's some, you know, we just got to get some things taken care of. Like Mike needs a new freaking computer screen, you know, for his thing. Lucas would probably like to have some money to eat every once in a while. (laughs) 
So, I, and you know, I feel like we put out a pretty quality product most weeks and um, being able to monetize it would only help that, you know, because maybe we can get on some, uh, a little bit more better platforms than Google Hangouts, you know, so then we can actually make, make, uh, make it a better show. So, I don't know, and we're, we're going to launch it. We hope that you guys like us enough to throw us a few dollars each week. So yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be a thing. One thing I want to mention is that we're not like taking any content away from what we already do. Like we're not exactly gonna start charging for the podcast. You start charging for you know like the the segment at the end where Eugene splices in some funny bits or anything like that or the live stream. Like we're just gonna be adding new stuff to the show. You know, based on based on Patreon feedback, adding bonus content and things like that. So I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll get more into that when we want to get more into that. But um, it, we're not we're not going to be changing up our format or anything. We're not going to change who we are. We're the same people. It's just now we're begging for money. So that's <laughs> that's, that's our life from now on. Um, and we're yep. actually yeah, so- we're really excited. Actually, we're hoping yeah, that we, things go well. But we love you. We all. hope that we're it. We hope it takes off. Um, like God knows that Justin and Lucas could use a little bit of extra cash each and every week, you know. So that would just to just help everybody out to uh, you know put produce a more quality show. I'll, I'm going to give you a few little previews of some of the things that we're going to be launching with our Patreon. So, um, for example, one of the one of the rewards that you guys can get is an early podcast, and we're hoping to get that launched. Um, on a Friday, so and if, as opposed to Monday. So what would be cool about that is we can, if you are, do subscribe to that tier, that we can give you a special RSS feed, and then you can download it on Friday as it comes out. So um, yeah, that's one of the interesting things that'll come out there. So yeah, take a look on that on Monday. We're really excited about it. I know if Mike and Justin and Steve here, they tell you guys the same thing. But uh, yeah, that's our Patreon. Lucas, um, I want you to sing us the Patreon song as we close the show. All right, I got this. <laughs> oh, this is the Patreon song. It's the best song. We are all really poor, and we need <laughs> money to live. I haven't eaten in three days. Please, we love you. <laughs> But if you don't, we understand We're not gonna pressure you or anything It's the Patreon song It's the Patreon song That's all I've got <laughs> I, I, I love you, Lucas That Patreon right. song was beautiful I, I love and... you too <laughs> So... Um, for those of you in the chat that are asking, we'll stick around for a little bit after the show and we'll give you some more details about the Patreon. Um, but for now, um, Lucas, where can we find you on the internet this week? Where, where can you find me? Why, you can find me on <laughs> Twitter at Mike underscore DA underscore Parrot. Um, I feel like I did something important on YouTube the other day too, but... For the life of me, I can't remember what. Did I post, like, gameplay or something to YouTube? Did I do something important? I want to say that you... Oh, no, that was last week when you posted Pokemon stuff and it got taken down. Literally within, like, a minute. Like, I I freaking... Okay, sorry. I know we're ending the show. I, I literally spent, like, ten minutes editing 
a 10 minute long battle with like Pokemon, authentic Pokemon music in the background. And I had to film the replay on my 3DS with a shaky cam <laughs> tripod camera and balance it and hold on to the camera the whole time because the tripod wasn't sturdy enough. And I get it uploaded, oh and within like a minute, they're like, oh, your, your video has been struck down by copyright claims by the Pokemon company. No one but you is allowed to watch your video. And I'm like, okay, that seems fair. <laughs> so if you really are desperately clinging to the idea of watching me and Gentis fight, like, I don't know, get in touch with me. I've still got the file. I gave it to Steve so he can watch it. But, um, yeah, that's about the only place you're going to get to see it, I guess, because, I don't know, Pokemon Company hates me. I, I swear I did something <laughs> else important on YouTube lately, but I can't remember what it is, so I guess I didn't actually do it. Anyway, that's me. I'm on Twitter and sometimes YouTube. Nice. All right. Oh, well, and I'm on Discord. You... Tax is telling me not to, not to forget that I'm on the Infendo Discord, which is a thing that I don't know how to direct you to because I don't know how Discord works, but it's a very real thing. <laughs> so there you go. So the Discord channel, thank you, Phantom and Hacks, for moderating that. Um, yeah, that is a thing. That You can ch check that out by looking at the pinned tweet on Infendo. We're actually going to link that with um, our Patreon as well, at no extra charge, so don't, don't worry about that. But that's going to be linked uh, on that as well. Um, so yeah, take a look at our pinned tweet. Um, I'm going to actually put that in my signature now that I think about it for the Infendo Twitter so you can look, uh, click on the link there. Join the, tw join the Discord. We have some cool discussions there. Cool people, cool fun, lots of fun games that we get to play with the Infendo crew. Um, other than that, follow us at Infendo on Twitter. Um, you can follow me at Infendo Eugene, where I retweet a bunch of stuff, usually in defiance of Donald Trump because he's a piece of shit. Um... I remember at Lucas, I re please. I remembered what I did. I put up like super crazy early gameplay video of the game that I'm working on by myself that nobody here has heard of because I've never mentioned it on the podcast before. But I do game design because that's what I want to do with my life. And I posted a really bad video because I'm using freeware video software because I'm poor. Please go on the Patreon and fix that problem. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I recorded some video. It's super early build. It's not pretty, but it's there. And I'm incredibly hypersensitive about putting my stuff out there because I'm an artist. And yeah, that's basically it. But it's there. So you can watch it if you want to see what that's all about. And I'll probably post more nice. video as I work on that. So that's a thing. If you like indie game design and people who have no idea what they're doing, I'm your man. Yeah, definitely go check that out. I'm going to have to go look at that myself. I did not realize that you were posting videos of your game, Lucas. It's what the hell? literally just like a demo of how the different colored blocks interact, like you changing your color, but it's a thing. And also, you're colorblind, so you might have trouble with it too, like mine is, but I do want to work on that. The problem is the whole game is centered around color, so like... I'm going to have to get creative for making it colorblind accessible, but I want to do that because two of my friends are colorblind, and I want them to be able to play the game, so that'll be nice. Fun. 
I, I can work with you on that. I can give you some pointers. I'd appreciate that. So, but hey, we're doing but a podcast. <laughs> but speaking of content, Lucas, you can go on Infendo.com and see everything that's posted there. We actually had some cool stuff up this week. Um, Phantom in the chat always, and actually creator of our Discord channel, came up with um, a really cool article that I really implore you all to read. It's um, an article about the his favorite indie title, or budget titles, I guess, on the Switch, which is, uh, I guess, a good topic since we're talking about being poor, so go check that out, Lucas. Um, we, we also had a, some content go up from a contributor. Um, his name was James, and he was talking about um, some of the best RC cars that were um, that are Mario um, RC cars. That was actually an interesting read, so go check that out as well. So, and I guess now's as good a time as any. God, I feel like we're plugging for like 15 straight minutes here, but <laughs> like if you're interested in writing for Infendo, we're still taking, yeah, we're still taking people. So like if you want to do something casually and get your thoughts out there, if you're looking for a creative outlet and you love video games, like send Eugene a, you know, send Eugene a thingy, send him a demo yeah. of what you can do because we love writers and we're good editors, so... Even if you need a little bit of editing help, hon, we got you back. But it would be nice. We, we would really like to get more content up on the site just to kind of help the whole thing grow. So, you know. Yeah, for sure. Shoot that to over say. to my email. Be fun. I like going on Infendo.com when I'm bored or, like, when I'm at work and I am you know don't have anything to do. And it's fun when I go on and I see an article posted by someone that's not me because I'm like, hey, I get to read something. <laughs> and it's not an ad for casinos and it's not a list I made. It's like original content <laughs> by a different writer. Like, it's a list someone else made. So that's that's always fun. I would enjoy seeing a lot more content from a lot of other people. Definitely. And, and on on that note, um, yeah, shoot me an email at uh, eugene at infender.com. But we are also looking to redesign the site. And we're looking to pay somebody to redesign the site. So I guess I ought to throw that out to Infendo listeners first. If you do that, hit me up. I would love to pay one of y'all to do it instead of some rando that I find on the internet. So yeah, um, shoot me an email if that's kind of your gig and we can work something out. So, All right. Enough plugging, enough squidding, enough inklings. We're out of here, y'all. Um, it's been a night. Thank you for sticking with us. And yeah, we'll um, talk to you guys in the live chat about the Patreon if you have any more questions. Uh, so yeah, that's been Fender Radio. We love y'all. Talk to you guys next week. Waka waka. <laughs> <laughs>